that's the reason I uh, I love you so much. Oh, thanks. Um, I'm very thankful for that reason. Um, you know, because we just had a, a a week of thanks. Yeah, uh, so thankful, in fact, that we just didn't have time to record an episode because we wanted to give so much thanks to everyone around us. Yeah, I thanked and, every person on the planet. Yeah, but right now I can say thank you, um, listeners. Mm-hmm. But that's the last thanks I'm giving because the thanks is done. The thanks. The giving of thanks is done. And now it's time to live moss in Christ. Yep. No more Thanksgiving until next year. Um, now it's time to... That's right. To, to Christmas. Go up to a give, Christmas tree. Put, put, some, uh, put some stars on there. Get some bulbs on there. You and know. then... And then burn it down at the end after you and take it down. Burn it down after the end with your dad in the backyard. And it's really fun. You know, I had a dream. Um, and I told you about this dream because I actually saw you in person. Mm-hmm. That our intro song was an acoustic version of what it is now. And it was such a good dream that uh, we were playing it and singing it as we were, like, trekking over this mountainous region. Um, and, yeah, I just wanted to share that uh, just to say that's not what you're about to hear in, like, three seconds. No, it's not. Oats. Stuff. That was it. That was it. That was incredible. It's almost as good as my dream. I it brings me to tears. We we I just took a five minute cry break. Yeah. Me as well. I just want to say, um, if you do play the guitar, um let me know. We could we could work on some things. We'll 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 work things out but uh let's get let's get in with the with a boat fact you know um i got the boat fact this week um the boat fact comes from a saying this week and uh to turn a blind eye to something is actually comes from boating while naval historians don't agree upon this boat phrase it is said to have happened during the battle of copenhagen part of the Napoleonic Wars, when a signal was given to stop fighting, General Nelson held his spyglass to his blind eye instead of in, and insisted he did not see the sign. He then proceeded oh. to win the battle. So he turned a blind eye. Yeah, he, he just he's just ignoring the, the sign of surrender. Yeah. So, okay. That's kind of that's kind of brutal, but yeah, it worked. It did. So that's where that saying comes from. If you've ever said, "Oh, I'm just turning the blind eye to something," it's a yeah, it's a boating and, phrase. You know, Adam, I 
just want to say I feel like I've been lacking uh, originality in sayings recently. Uh, mm -hmm. I just don't have any more sayings to say. Um, every time I say one of these common sayings, like turn a blind eye to something, you know, um, people just look at me and go, Psh, that was so 1800s of you. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that's literally oh, me last so week. Right. Yeah. So, um, I was thinking maybe like for stuff we could, uh, we could come up with some new phrases. Okay. Give the people. Because we're such humanitarians. We were going to go off this, this and do a bunch of other, talk about a bunch of other stuff, but I guess we can flip the script right here on the spot and I guess talk I'm just about tired phrases. Of being, I'm just tired of being embarrassed, man. I'm just, every time I say a phrase, you know, everyone mm -hmm. looks at me like, come on, man. That, like, we've all heard that one already. So, yeah. so we're just, so we can just talk about the phrases that like I mean I'm I'll talk about the ones I use every day pretty much every yeah. day. Um uh -huh. Uh -huh. And uh I'll I'll just I just one came to my head. It's a don't use a glue stick when you have a nail gun. You know? It's like Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know I get that. Yeah, like if you have a glue stick and a nail gun and you need to put something on a piece of paper or anywhere why would you use a glue stick when you could just take the nail gun and attach it? So I'm thinking of this in like more of an abstract sense. Uh, uh -huh. Like don't don't provide a temporary solution when you have access to a long term solution, a long term fix. Yes, that's like, exactly what I mean. It's like if you're a, a manager for a business. Um, and you have a really bad employee that's like just doing the worst things. Mm -hmm. Don't suspend them or give them a time out. Just fire them. You know. Yeah. Make your best. Make your business better because of it. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, that's a great a, phrase. Man. If you have a way to do it better, why don't you just do the way to do it better? You know. I mean, a glue stick may take a little less time, and it's not as aggressive. But sometimes you just need it's to. Not as to go formidable either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I can, you know, I feel like uh, another phrase, another saying, could arise out of this. In don't use a nail gun when you have access to a glue stick. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have to sometimes come at things with a simple and calmer approach. You know, um, might want to let someone down easy. Uh, don't have to use a nail gun on them, man. Just you know, give them use a glue stick. stick. That's funny and... because that was actually my second phrase that I use. It it is really? why I use a nail gun when a glue stick would do. You know, it oh, doesn't yes. make sense to use a nail gun. If it's start the job needs a glue stick. Yeah. I agree, man. I agree. So I um, use both I of those a... daily. Yeah. Well, I have one that uh I also daily. Um it especially just because I, I see little things all over my apartment because of Obi mm -hmm. and uh, the cat that lives here. Um but it just came to me. Uh, 
you know, you ever get, I'm not even going to explain it. I'm just going to say it. Hairballed me. You hairballed me there, man. I'm hairballed up. You hairballed me. You hairballed me. Is that like, like you're lying to me? You're just... No, I just I feel it's like you threw me for a loop. Oh. You threw a loop. That's another thing. I'm all tossed like, up. Kind of like you confuse me. I'm like all jumbled into a like a hairball. Mm-hmm. Like it like so a yeah. cat's a cat's sitting there choking on a hairball. And you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, this cat is dying. And then it just coughs up a hairball. And you're like, oh, you just hairballed me. You just threw me yeah. for a loop. I thought you were dying. But in reality, you were just, it was just a hairball. Yeah. Or like, you know, you might be telling me a story and it's like out of nowhere, you drop a random important piece mm-hmm. that you should have told me at the start of the story. And I'm like, hold on, wait up, repeat. Hairballed me there. Um, yeah, yeah. So if, I mean, I, if you need to I use feel like that, it's common saying. Common. Well, I don't know if it's common. I came up with it like today. Yeah, but I've already used it like three times now. Yeah, well, I mean, me as well. I've used it probably six times because it's my saying. But <laughs> what? Okay. You still have to hairball me like that, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> this, I feel like this podcast is full of a bunch of hairballs. Just, just get ready. Strap yeah, on in. We can. It can be hairballing. Mm-hmm. If something is confusing, it could be hairballing. See, you could use it in multi- multiple ways. It's a very universal phrase. Yeah. Um, something could be hairballing. Um, hairballing someone up. You could be hairballed. It can be an adjective. It could be a noun. It can be a verb. It, yeah. It is the new I'm a saying hair, of... My, brain, my brain's a hairball right now. Yeah, yeah it's... Like, it I'm has in total thrown, confusion. Thrown my yeah. brain for, for a loop. Um, I got I to gotta say... Um, and I, I want you to describe this to me because I forget, I forget what, it, what it means. But uh, mm-hmm. a candlesmith knows when to go to bed. You know, Daniel Smith knows when they go to bed. Well, I think when we look back at the uh, the start of lighting our homes, now mm-hmm. I'm going to give the historical, and then I'm going to go into the meaning. Yeah. Uh, when we go back into the start of lighting of our homes, uh, we have candles before we have light bulbs, before we have electricity to light up the room. Um, but even in those times, although candles were used, they weren't used throughout the full night. People didn't stay Mm -hmm. up till one or two in the morning. They went to bed pretty much with the sun still. The candles were used briefly because there's a time frame in a candle. It's determined on the length of the candle. Uh Uh-huh. So... Basically, what I think this means is knowing when it's time to quit. Or not quit, but like it's important to rest. Like mm-hmm. knowing when you're at your wit's end and 
man, we're saying a lot of common phrases in the process of explaining these phrases. Um, knowing when you're at your wits end, when you put all you can physically, mentally, emotionally put into your day, and you just need to blow that candle out, rest. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. otherwise, you're not going to have enough candle left over for the next day or the day after that. You have to give yourself time to recover or to rest to preserve some sense of yourself for a future. Yeah. I also just think it goes to show like he knows the candlesmith. He knows the candles. He knows how much he should use them. And it's, it's about preserving what he, he knows bet. It's like he knows when to go to bed. Like he knows how long the candle's going to last and how long he needs to make it last. Like he, he's not going to overuse something that doesn't need yeah. to be used. I agree. So that's what I, that's what I think of when I think of when a candle smith knows when they go to bed. Okay. Great. Um, this is another small, simple one. Um, twist it on over. Twist it on over. Let you, I'm gonna let you try and determine what you think it means. What it I over. think it means, what I know it means, because um, I've heard you use it. I've heard you say it twice now um to twist it on over um i think it's just like it means to pass it to somebody but like in a fun way you know it's like hey can you can you twist on over that uh that beer or something you know it's like yeah yeah i'll twist it on over and then they like they like spin it in the air and they're twisting it on over that's what the act of twisting out twisting it on over means you know so like hey, so it's not like hey, pass me that. It's like hey, can you twist that on over? Um, and somebody will actually like do it with a trick pass involved. Pass it over with like some flair. With flair, yeah. And that's yeah. oh, and then it can. I mean, it can evolve from that into like I mean, every everyday use of twisting something over. Yeah. Is that what it well, means? I was- so I was kind of thinking uh, twist on over is more of like uh, get something started. So like you wake up, you need to twist it on over. Get out of bed. You got to twist your body over. Get up. Get your day started. So twist it on over as soon as you wake up. And uh, that's how you're going to get your day started. Um, you need to get a uh, paper written by the end of the week. And you just haven't done anything yet. You can twist on over. Um, get on Google. Start researching. Start putting words to paper. Get that paper written. Or you could um, twist it on over and do it in a in a fun way. You know. Yeah. You you know maybe you could you could get that paper written a little bit. It's like getting started, but with a little flair. With a little flair. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, twist it on over. You know, start your day, get up, twist it on over, but don't like start your day and then get up and get on your phone mm-hmm. for an hour. But like, get up and like maybe do some stretches or something. like starting your starting your day with some flair, man. Start your day with some and energy, then, and then at night you just twist it back on and go to bed. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. I got another saying here. 
and it's a it's a common saying in my household. It's clowns are scared of clowns. And it just means you can be you can be scared of anything. Like even clowns are scared of clowns, but they're still clowns. So yeah. it really is just like it's okay. Like you could be you could be the president of the United States, but you're you're you could still be scared of like having that authority and stuff like that. So it's just like you gotta sometimes you gotta live with being a little bit scared. That's what I I use. I mean, even clowns are scared of clowns. I just feel like um, this saying in my ears sounds uh-huh. more like even a fool can like recognize a fool. Like no one likes a foolish person. No one or everyone should. Everyone is aware of a fool or like someone that's like shouldn't like associate with the mm-hmm. clowns are scared of clowns because they know that even though in a sense they're a clown they might not recognize that they can also be fearful of others because foolishness is recognized on any sense of mm-hmm. That it goes into that deeper meaning of like it takes one to know one, you know? Like exactly. a clown knows knows how scary he is. And since he knows how scary he is, it just makes other clowns even more scary to him because he knows he knows what's going on, you know? Yeah, fair. Yeah. Oh man. Uh so I'm just gonna have to think of one on the spot. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, it's gonna be don't dust the light bulb. I love that one. You definitely yeah. didn't think of that on the spot because I've heard I've heard you use that one before. <laughs> so why don't you go into great? <laughs> Great detail. I want you to, oh. because you know it so well, Adam. Uh-huh. I feel like you should give your explanation for it, um, and then I'll go off of that. But don't dust the light bulb. Um. Yeah. So don't dust the light bulb. <laughs> gets into just the the nitty gritty of of cleaning. Like the. The light bulb isn't what's dusty at the end of the day. A lot of stuff can't reach light bulbs themselves. It's the fixture that holds the light bulb that is dusty, and that's what you need to dust. You are wasting your time by like going straight to the light bulb when everything else is is dusty. Like just because the light bulb's showing the dust because it's producing the light doesn't mean that's the root of the problem. The root of the problem is everything everything around it, you know. So, and we can't blame a light bulb for for all the dust in here, just because it's revealing everything. So, yeah, so what that's does that what mean on like a broader, more meaningful outside of the physical light bulb and dust. Um, it just means you got to get the bigger picture in the situation. You know, you can't just look at a situation and be like, "Oh, there's this this light bulb it has the dust on it." You just got to be like, "Okay, maybe that's not the problem." Maybe the problem isn't the dust on the light bulb. Maybe the problem is 
everything else. Maybe that's the problem is everything else that's happening around around me right now. It's like, okay, I can't yeah. can't focus on this problem. Is that what that means? Well, well, while you're explaining, I just figured uh, I came up with a good a good uh, explanation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, feel like humans in this in this sense are the light bulb, and the dust represents like our different personalities and pro, you know, um, failures and, and um you know shortfalls mm -hmm. and stuff and i think it's important to recognize those failures in order to let your self shine uh, mm -hmm. because uh, every successful person owns their failures and accepts that they've failed but it's because of those failures that they were able to succeed so don't dust the light bulb is basically saying don't take away that which is like making the light bulb unique or wow. like shine in a certain way because it's shining in that way because of outside um, forces and things that have helped influence the shine. I think with your first phrase that you should, um, I think it, you could also reverse this phrase. It could be a reversible mm -hmm. phrase. And it could be, do dust the light bulb. Uh, basically, yeah. don't um, let the outside forces and failures and things define you. When you have a bright light inside, like share and show the world. I don't know. It's a... It's definitely one one to think about. And... Yeah, dude, this is this literally. I'm pretty sure this is what philosophy is, man. You just come up with things, and then you think about it for hours. It's gonna be crazy in like two weeks when we're hearing people use all these phrases. Just yeah. like in, I'll be at the store and they'll be like, "Oh, don't dust the light bulb." I'll be like, oh, <laughs> you must be a fan. Yeah, <laughs> um, a big fan. They need a BNS T-shirt. Yeah, they do. I would give them one. There, um, yeah. I would take. One that I would definitely wearing. I'm. I'm always wearing one. Maybe we'll give you a little, little show of what that might look like on the gram. Yeah, check out the Instagram wait, wait. for. Check out the Instagram for, for some BNS. BNS picture. Um, merch. Um, let's see. Now, uh, my final saying that I definitely had prepared. And I'm not coming up with on the spot. And I'm not I'm not gonna say it because I'm looking at my keys right now. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But uh <clears throat> why have all these keys when you only need one key? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Why have all these keys? You only have Let's when you only uh, need let me let key. me help you this. Let me help you. Can I, I help mean, you? I, I you don't. I mean, this is my saying. Like, this is what I, I say. Know. I just want to change it. Have you heard it a different way? <laughs> Do you have a different yeah. saying that you I also? Think, uh, maybe it should be like, uh, I don't need 
lots of keys when you only have one lock. Sure. I don't know. I, I in my eyes, it, my saying that I say on the daily. Yeah. That's um, right. Yeah. Sorry. You know. Um. Is <laughs> why well, have all these keys when you only need one key, and it's just an outlook on life of. Yeah. You only need. You can only go forward in one direction in life. Like your life is only going to work out one way. There are many options, many doors around you. Um, and you have keys to all those doors, you know, but you're only going to use one of those keys to open the first door and that that's going to lead you to the next, next door. But ultimately at the end of the day, it's just one key that's going to unlock all those doors for you. So you have all these keys in life and so many different possibilities to walk through, but you're only going to use one of them. And that's a, I mean, that's just how I... Maybe you can interpret your saying with the keys and the locks and the stuff like that. I have all these keys when there's only one lock. Basically saying that you don't need to try and put yourself out there in several different ways. When your main goal is like in front of you, um, like, like kind of like you were saying, like if there's like multiple doors, mm-hmm. but you know the door that you need to go through, it's like that door represents like what your ultimate goal is, and you know, or maybe what your current goal is. Maybe you don't have an ultimate goal. I think that's okay as well. But what your current goal is? Maybe your current goal is to live or to be healthier and that might look like um the other doors might look like lose 20 pounds eat only chicken and rice um mm-hmm. work out at the gym five days a week for three hours every day um whatever whatever but the goal is to live healthier or to be healthier so you don't need to unlock all these individual specific doors to get to your main goal. You need to focus mm-hmm. on your main goal, which is I want to be healthier. And yes, some of those things might help with that. But if you focus too much on eating rice and chicken only, then you're going to burn out in that way. And your goal is going to become I have to eat this way every day. Instead of, you know, am I getting healthier? You know, if you're eating rice and chicken only, then, you know, what are you lacking? If you're, you know, are you mentally healthy in that sense? Are you enjoying mm-hmm. yourself? There's, way to, there's ways to be healthy, but while not also doing what every Instagram model or whatever says is the only way to do it or something like that. Um, but... Yeah, I think it's like if you if you have multiple doors and you have multiple keys, uh, but you only have one key to your main goal, and you don't need the other keys. You don't need to focus on the other doors. You need to focus on your goal. You need to mm-hmm. use that key to get to your goal. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's it. That's it. That's exactly what 
I've been hearing you say for so long. And that's how I've always thought you meant it. So. Do you want to say the, the first half of the last phrase we both use a ton, and then I'll, I'll say the second half of it? You know? Yeah. Yeah, the one okay. We, yeah, you, we're thinking the same one? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to say the first half. Yep, and then I'll, I'll say the second half, because... Okay. Okay. Both know it. Mm-hmm. If you can't swim, you can yeah. always buy a floaty. <laughs> I love that saying. It's my favorite one to use. If you can't swim, you can always, <laughs> you can buy, always a floaty. buy a floaty. Like, if you if people are like, oh, let's go swimming, and you're like, oh, I can't swim, but I can buy a float. There's a way around it. There's a way around every situation in life. Yeah. Yeah. Floaties the way around swimming, and that's how I. If you can't swim, and, you, you know, can always buy a floaty. We say if you can't swim, you can always buy a floaty. You can. That's mainly because we just think about boats and water and mm-hmm. anything flotation all the time. But you know, you could you could say this in multiple ways. You know, if you can't mm-hmm. ride a bike. You can always try a scooter. If you exactly. Can't, if you can't climb a rock, you can always use a helicopter. You know, like exactly. Basically, whatever it applies to, you can think of it that way. Um, but basically, what it means is like what Adam was saying. If you can't, you know, if what you're trying isn't working, you know, it's kind of like the old phrase, the old out of dated boring phrase that everyone says that mm-hmm. everyone's tired of hearing that yep. if you try something and it doesn't work um the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over, over, and over. even if it doesn't work um everyone's tired of hearing that but it's kind of like this is the new hip phrase if you can't yeah. swim you have always, buy, you a always floaty. buy a floaty you know if you can't you can't do something a certain way then you need to try a different route. But that doesn't mean you should give up on that thing because Mm-mm. you're there for a reason. You're there to swim. You should swim, but you also have to utilize yourself with the resources to be able to swim. Yeah. Or, you know, if you want to expand this phrase, if you can't swim, then go to swim class and start training until you can swim. There are a lot of, a lot of ways around a problem. But I, I think at the end of the day, quick, easy way, if you can't swim, you just, you just buy a floaty, and then you, you're accomplishing the same, ultimately the same goal. You're still hanging out with the people. You're just not, you're just not necessarily swimming. So. Yeah. Great. Well, I'm glad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to use these phrases um, day to day. Yeah. I, you know, I only felt like you hairballed me a few times. Um, yeah, so that's good. And I think we worked it out. I think we, I think we got it worked out. I think you twisted it on over um, into something that was good. Wasn't that cool? Meaningful, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was pretty cool, man. I thought it was cool. Well, uh, I guess uh, we just end it right here, right now, right? There's nothing left, <laughs> <laughs> dude. We have a recommendation. 
Oh, recommendation. Oh, no way. I guess I'll yeah. give a recommendation. No, I'm going to give it. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, it's funny that we actually, I decided to do this as my recommendation before I even realized that we were going to do phrases this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but my recommendation, um, it's kind of just a word that I read in uh, the book that I just finished. Um, yeah. So I read the book East of Eden uh, by John Steinbeck. And a word that they dwell on is actually spoilers. Pause for three seconds in case anybody wanted to take a break and not listen to the spoiler. Okay, can the I, last can I word. Nope. Yeah, the last word of Adam Trask, the main character of the book, is Tim Shell, which is the word that I'm going to be talking about real quick. Tim Shell is basically saying it's a phrase that means thou mayest, or thou may. Um, so basically, they have a discussion in the book about like an interpretation of this passage, and one interpretation is thou will, um, basically that it's like destined to be the other one is thou like should basically like you should do this this certain way but then thou mm-hmm. mayest it means that it like you can't you have a choice so want to be good you can be good if you don't want to be good then you continue to not be good but you have a choice if you choose to be a certain way thou mayest tim shell um is the word so my recommendation is um, to utilize that word, right? Mm-hmm. See how that works out. And if not, um, then just to find new words that are cool, that are out of the common word that you hear on the daily. Um, yeah, word of the day. Yeah, word of the day. That's that's a great recommendation, man. Um, there's apps for that, so yeah, I think everyone should expand their vocabulary. Um, I feel like we're like like our architecture and advertising and stuff, really going towards minimalism and familiarity. But we could be artisans, man. We could be people of mm-hmm. classical verbiage. We can make yeah. up new phrases like we just did and new words and be really cool. We so yeah. We can. We mayest. We mayest. Michelle. Well I now yeah. is that everything? I think so. I think that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> I mean you like a candlesmith knows when to go to bed. We know when to end a podcast, and it's that's so right, man. It's right now. That's so right. It's right now. Okay. Bye. Bye.